Thank you so much for joining me, Boise, here with Boise Ascaro with Blackwater, a beautiful short film series about addiction recovery that I greatly appreciated at uh, this year's Slam Dance. Very grateful to speak with you. Thanks, man. I'm really happy to be here. So what brought you to film? Um, what what got you started on your journey? Oh, um, well, uh, <laughs> there's no real uh, quick answer to that, but we'll, we'll do our best. Okay. Um, I would say I wasn't uh, until I was 33, actually, that I, I, that I that I got into film and writing at that time. I'm 43 now, so it's been a it's been a wonderful um, backbreaking 10 years. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then I would say everything from age 15 to age 33 was was sort of a blur. Um, yeah, uh, I basically didn't have no direction in life. Um, I had came from a very broken home, um, which. Uh, entailed a lot of uh, drug dependency, um, alcoholism, depression, and, and the list goes on and on and on. Um, I'm originally from the Colorado River Indian tribes in um, uh, Southwest Arizona. Um, I'm Native American and of uh, Hopi descent. And uh, so, you know, moving around from small town to big city, uh, for you know, all those years never really being set in stone at one certain place. Uh, it was a very checkered, checkered journey. Um, so that being said, um, you know, when I was 33, I uh, had a, uh, a sit down. Um, my life was very much put into check when I found myself in the hospital. Mm -hmm. Uh, had to make a choice right there and then, you know, whether I wanted to continue living as, the way I was living, which wouldn't have been uh, very, <laughs> very much longer. <laughs> it's not, it's not quite living, is it? Um, no, we, we talked it, about it a bit. We're both in uh, recovery or of some sort. Um, I, I also spent my whole life in, in addiction until four years ago. Um, so I, I totally understand where you're coming from here. Amen. Yeah. Congratulations. Man. Um, yeah. And then, uh, so, uh, you know, uh, the whole film thing came about the, about a week after I got out of the hospital, you know, it was either, you know, either I, I die or, uh, I do something else. And yeah. So a week later, you know, um, all that energy, uh, looking for, you know, the next fix or whatever, I just, uh, somehow or another, I, I, I steered it towards this little pink um, Kodak uh, quick pick cameras. And this is when the, the digital cameras very first started to come out. You know, yeah. All, uh, 6 <laughs> 480 quality and, you know, and, and it was pink, which was like, <laughs> but uh, I fell in love with the damn thing. And, um, Next thing you know, I'm, I'm using the edit, you know the default uh, editing software for Windows XP, and and I'm driving back and forth. I'm in Yuma, Arizona at the time. I'm driving back and forth to uh, the Imperial Dunes where they shot Return of the Jedi, and I'm filming like little Christian short films and stuff like that. So, oh, amazing! Yeah, and that that's where it all started, you know. And the next thing you know, I'm in a rocket ship going up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've been looking over some of your work. I saw the, I watched the trailer for Cowboy. Of course, it's hard to find like short films as a full versions out there, but 
I, I could already see like a vision there uh, developing. And then I, I watched um, the first episode of Blackwater, uh, just the first one showing it slam dance. Um, how would you how would you like to sell that to our audience? Like, what's your sales pitch for uh, Blackwater? Well, I like to think of Blackwater as something that's, you know, few and far between. I mean, here we have uh, here we have an idea, a very strong concept, a very well developed um, episodic digital format mm-hmm. that's uh, not only written uh, but also directed and casted by Native American talent. Now, those are just three things uh, that you, that are less than 1% in the Hollywood industry, right? I mean, um, mm-hmm. first of all, it breaks, it just completely breaks uh, the mold of buckskin and feathers for Native Americans as, as people, and also as storytelling. You know, I always like to uh, think of, you know, doing projects like these um, as just redefining Native American storytelling is coming from, you know, from a, from a cultural standpoint, letting us, you know, tell our own stories. And then I uh, also like to think of it as, uh, you know, contemporary uh, storytelling, you know, I mean, from a, from a Native lens. I mean, here you have a group of people on uh, a reservation um, who are not perfect, who very, very much have problems, just like, you know, you and me and, and yeah. people of this world. And it showcases that in a way with some levity at the same time. I think by looking at problems in this recovery circle, sometimes you find a lot of inner strength of the characters. You you really speak to people's strengths when you look at uh, what their problems and their issues can be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think uh, their strengths lie in their problems, you know, it gives yes. them, especially on this, in this, uh, in filmmaking, you know, it, it's it's easier to watch you know other people <laughs> it is yeah uh, i i know my circles weren't that easy <laughs> they weren't that comfortable right right i i guess that's also what i want to ask so have you uh, derived this from your own recovery experience um I, I always get tempted going into meetings. I hear the best and funniest stories I've ever heard. And then you're like, a, you're kind of silenced by like the contract, you know, like the, but I still kind of get it in some of my writing if I can. Uh, what, what would you say influenced you here? Oh gosh, man. I mean, yeah, that was, that was very easy for me to pull from. I, I you know, I'd been in, out, in and out of rehabs, uh, behavior centers, and uh, it's, I'm painting a really <laughs> screwed up picture of myself, but I'm a lot better now. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was in and out of these places from 15 to my late 20s. And, you know, uh, each and every time it was just a very uh, emotionally uh, fragile, traumatic moment that I didn't realize, you know, going through it, you know, you go in there like a like a cracked eggshell just emotionally and uh you know it you know recovery is a lifelong journey and you eventually you just come to a point where you have to relearn everything i mean you really have to relearn everything all over again from the simplest things to talking to people to functioning so um you know <laughs> all these dozens of times i miserably failed and it was just uh you know there was people there of the same caliber, 
we were going through different things. So it was not hard at all just to pull upon those experiences. Oh man, uh, you could tell me about that. I, I went into a coma my last time. I had to learn how to walk again. Uh, I, I know all about like the, the lowest of the depths and uh, I went out to like Utah to a recovery center. I'm like, oh man, like the people around me, this would make the best movie. So whenever I see a, a, something like yours, it's something I really want to highlight and bring attention to. Like it touches me close to my heart. So I, I just want to thank you for uh, presenting that perspective. Yeah, man, it, it's good to be alive, brother. I mean, in a, in a t- I was in Utah too. I was in. Um, we all did, didn't we? Uh, we yeah, all went to Utah. I was in a Duchesne, Utah. Up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, it's a really special thing to be able to do, and I, I don't you feel like that is the best scenario to get a character piece moving is to have people at their you know their weakest, most exposed moment and. Uh, to let them talk and yeah I mean it's, it's very important you know I mean it, you know one thing I like to think about projects like this are maybe there's that somebody who's also been to rehab and is also fighting against um, getting help or something and and maybe they can come across something like this and and somehow be you know take it with you know as a positive you know i don't have to be in rehab but i could watch this unfold and get something out of it at the same time um you know i could relate to this i can relate to these people this protagonist and her and what she's going through and it's and it's kind of funny and maybe i might that person might be able to let their guard down a little bit um you know and it's also aimed at just the ongoing crisis on on many reservations today you know i mean the the lack of resources and uh, i mean it's a, it's pretty much third world out there man i mean it's, we do not get uh nearly any of what goes on in like your nearest uh metropolis or town in, in all these states i mean you you have to make do with who you have to counsel you, you have to make do with where these places take place, you have to make do with whatever they have on hand. And it's, it's always a losing bet. I mean, it's just like the odds are so stacked against you, you know. Mm -hmm. And, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, being at these places, it's very important, very important to even if they don't work the first time, you know, the second, third time, eventually it's going to click, you know? Yeah. So. Um, sometimes just planting seeds. And I think what I, I think I, what I really appreciate is that it's not just a conventional AA meeting in your, um, in your short film here. It's a, it's what, what is it called? It's a, a it's what a is it? Group. Sorry. It's like a wellness group, you know, it's right. a, yeah. it's a one all come all type of uh, deal which is really true. Like there's all these other alternatives to healing and recovery as well. It's, I think we only picture in popular media, the AA segment of it, but like four of my friends work for native American, like a rehabilitation centers. And they have these groups, like it's more true to life to show this, like the inner process. That's where someone starts in recovery. Like in a, in a movie, they just walk into a meeting and suddenly they, you know, get a sponsor and it's good at, no, I had to go to five, six rehabs first, you know, there's, there's all these <laughs> other groups and steps that are in there uh, that that movies miss. So I think it's more authentic than I, than I generally see. 
Oh, that's great, man. I'm really glad you felt that way. What would you say? Um, I think the Native American part is really relevant and what makes it work too. What What would you say makes for strong and authentic Native American representation in film? What would you like to see more of? Well, I mean, I got a note the other day from uh, a studio executive and um, <laughs> I gotta say who. Uh, yeah, of course. But, uh, their note was, uh, this is, a, we're talking about a Native American story. I think it was, uh, you know, um, whatever it was, but it was about, um, make it more of a Native journey. That was the note. And, 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 uh, so I, you know, wrestled with that note. I don't know. For, I mean, uh, at, at first glance, I I knew what what I could do with it. But then, right. the more I thought about it, the more I wrestled with it and wrestled with it. And then I thought, well, if you just put native actors into the story, you'll see everything change. You know, these are normal character roles. These are people with you know that that aren't burning sage. These are mm -hmm. people that that aren't poor these are people that have edu educations so that's like a huge thing for me is is showing that these people are human or every bit is you know we're, they're not all uh they're educated they're smart they're, do they have the same they go through the same motions as everybody else yes there are problems and yes there are reservations that are poor yeah. And those need to be addressed too, but we need to address those as, um, you know, very human with very much empathetic as a very empathetic approach to it. Uh, no feathers. <laughs> I hate that stuff, man. I, that's like my waving my flag, charging into that stuff, erasing all of that stuff. So I, I, I approach it uh, de-stereotyping all the time and just, you know, I, I lived on the reservation I also uh, lived in the city, you know, I'm getting my, I got three degrees, a BA and two MFAs and stuff. So, you know, in these schools, it's like when they hear you're Native American, they're like, huh, what you, you are, you know, you're like a, a rare specimen and stuff. So I say, no, 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 I'm just like you. <laughs> I, I go home and eat and so I, I think generally agree that it's just representation, putting people in, in every element of the filmmaking would be would be the way forward for all that. I, I think especially what works with Blackwater, your main character here, um, like you say, not just off the reservation, not a stereotype or anything. It's a, I mean, she's a, she's a singer. They know her when she walks in. It also shows that addiction affects all of us, like at any stage. It's not that someone's on a reservation. That's not why they're addicted. Ultimately, it's still lack of community and connection, and that's why. And even a, a famous singer, uh, and she could be Native. I think that's a beautiful thing that she gets to be. And uh, uh, what what would you say like drew you to that character, and uh, and how do you get the actress? She's really good too. Oh yes, Kyla. Um, well. You know, I think I'll start with the, the, the first. Uh, so I used to, when I was growing up, I used to drive my mom around. She made me start driving her around when I was like uh, 14, 15 years old. And I'm not talking like down the street or to the store. She would make me drive her from like uh, Las Vegas to Phoenix 
That's a long drive. Yeah. And at nighttime, while, you know, they were all drinking in the back and stuff. And by the time we get to Phoenix, but the whole journey, see, my mom came from a, a, what drew up on the reservation came from a time when, you know, you had eight, 10 brothers and sisters and uh, you grew up picking cotton and doing farm work and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And so they listened to a lot of old Western music country, like Merle Haggard, and George Jones and all that good stuff. And I would always, you know, they would go out honky tonking and whatnot. And I would always remember that music. So that's like instilled in my blood. I mean, they still listen to that stuff all the time. And so I knew that I think it would be pretty cool just to, you know, sort of represent her in that fashion. You know, my mom was was very much partier and very much, you know, loved country and stuff like that. So that's how that character came about. Kyla was a godsend. Um, As a matter of fact, uh, we were casting for Birdie for so long and we, and, and there was just a lot of great um, talent out there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she actually missed her uh, audition. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. She, she missed it. And uh, we were wondering where she was. And, and then she uh, later on that night, she was sent me this, I am so sorry. And she videotaped her audition and everything. And she, she nailed she it. Show up. Yeah, she nailed it, man. She she could sing, she could she could act, she could go from zero to a hundred and, and control the the speed all in between. She's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, she's really good at setting the pace of of the acting as well, and you could feel everyone responding to her energy in it. Um, really, really nice actor. Um, I I guess it's probably a lot different for you. I you've probably been selling this for a while, but how is it selling a movie during COVID? Oh my god! <laughs> What's the market? Is is there a market? Yeah, I mean, the, um, it's all escapism right now. Mm. You know, um, I, I think uh, you know that was like in early uh, May and June is when we started hearing people want beaches, people want things with beaches and uh, you know journeys and trips and stuff like that. At least that's what I heard, and. Uh, Oh man. I think there's a little bit of a shift. Um, I've been reading some stuff and kind of getting some hints that, you know, once this whole nightmare is over with, people are gonna start wanting to reflect on the on those a little bit more. I don't yeah. think they're gonna want to see a mask, but I think they're gonna wanna reflect on uh some of the that time spent, right? Like right, right. Exactly. A significant chunk of their life. I mean we have to analyze it eventually. That's right, yeah. So, but I think right now it's it's still about escapism and such. I mean, yeah. I got a buddy that the guy who played Randy, uh, Branscombe Richmond, he just uh, made uh, Finding Ohana, which is I think is uh, number two on Netflix right now. Oh wow! And that's all about Goonies and Hawaii and yes, uh, you know. So I mean, it, there you go. <laughs> we might need a little bit of that too. Um, I have to say, uh, even despite what this portrays my recovery meetings now are just the same as this meeting um all all on zoom and everything's shifted so i i understand if there's discomfort of watching people in a room now but um, i i really do hope that you're able to sell it do you do you have other have you written all the episodes for one um you have a plan for all of them yeah we have uh we have i mean that's the other good thing about covid is you know it forced us 
forced me to write. So that's all I've been yeah. doing. We have a whole deck. <laughs> Everything is like locked and ready to go. And, uh, and we're just now breaking into talks with some people, you know, um, uh, into looking at later on this year, you know, what, what can be done with it and such. So, yeah, we, we, I hope it pans out uh, as well, you know, just, just because, you know, it's, it's such a, it means a lot, you know, recovery is a lifelong thing for, for, for you and for me. And, and I think yeah. it's something that, you know, you got to hold on to. And I think it should be shared with the rest of the world, especially with those who are going through the same thing. Absolutely true. Um, is there anything else you'd like to plug or anything else you're working on? Uh, Go see Blackwater and there's a whole ton of other great episodic content and slam dances here. Um, tickets are only $10 for the whole entire event online. You can't beat it. And uh, yeah, follow us at Blackwater the Series on Instagram. Thank you so much, Boise. Really appreciate you. Thank you, Calvin. Much appreciated.